Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Got our super coach review looking back at round 11 and diving into round 12 coming up. Whisperer, welcome back, mate. What's going on? Mate, you haven't uh, referred to me as the classic expert in a couple of weeks now. And uh, yeah, I can definitely see why it's uh, it's rough. Didn't Captain Cleary the last two weeks. So big red arrows happening. Mate, uh, I've got some red arrows myself. A very unfortunate week for both of us. Uh, I scored 1,318, and uh, my sob story begins with the Sydney Roosters. Now, I thought they were going to do a real number on the Brisbane Broncos, which led to a domino effect of an absolute shitstorm of bad decisions from me. The first one, my skipper, young Sam Walker. Uh, I think he scored 11 points in the end. That one really stung. Uh, I think I've captained Nathan Cleary the last five or six weeks in a row. Uh, I hate to think what my score would have been if I would have gone Cleary. But the nail in the coffin, the nail in the coffin was I thought the Roosters were going to put such a score on the Brisbane Broncos side that I went with Joseph Suwali in my centres as a reserve. Uh, you know who I left out? Wouldn't be uh, one left centre from the Penrith Panthers, would it be, Guru? It might be one left centre from the Penrith Panthers. I left out Matty Burton, who tonned up again. So there was another 100 points I left sitting on the table. A devastating week for me. First time I've thrown the old phone across the lounge this year. It's uh, it's it's actually quite refreshing. I, I was very used to it last year. 1,318. I dropped 1,000 spots, still sitting 1,473 and to be honest with you I can't believe I'm disappointed with that because up until this year it's probably the best I've ever come how are you traveling mate uh yeah Adam O'Brien just continues to give me nightmares with the Mitch Barnett Connor Watson rotation I'm just handcuffed in playing them though I've got really no other other options put the captaincy on Tedesco didn't captain Cleary like we said scored 1350 and dropped like four and a half thousand spots so it's uh it's not happening my co-host Joe uh, he also captain Tedesco and last minute brought in um, Victor Radley, Mister Mister Double Sinbin himself. So, look, I suggested Radley as a buy. I think you and I both did, and uh, that that backfired as well. Uh, just uh, a week that just compounds. I feel like Supercoach this year for for people that are struggling like myself that 
one thing bad happens and another thing bad happens and so forth. Obviously, the injury curse is well and truly real. We did bring in Cody Ramsey last week, who scored a, a very solid 24, and then went off with a HIA, who was looking lethal at fullback. But the news that Matt Dufty's out of favour, that could give us some more time. Just, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a tough, tough time. Uh, Ryan Madison not playing big minutes. He's another one that we brought in that did nothing. James Fisher-Harris, of course, we brought him in last week that did nothing. So it's uh, it's the week that compiles. Of course, the week that Matt Lodge also goes huge is the week that we leave him on the bench as well. So it's just a, a fun, fun game, isn't it, mate? Mate, I'll tell you, I, I don't like using the word hate. I think it's a very strong word. But, geez, I have some very ill feeling towards one Lachlan Fitzgibbon from up there at the Newcastle Knights. He is just... He's just sent everything into an absolute train wreck, hasn't he? Mate, I think we knew this was coming, but I think you and I said this a couple weeks ago. We didn't realize how much of an effect it would have. Um, the Knights the Knights are just in free fall. And yeah, Fitz is a good footballer, but he's no Connor Watson. He's no Mitch Barnett. So it's just, it's hard to swallow, especially when you own both of them. And, and last week I was forced to play both of them and it's, it was just a nightmare. And, and that means uh, Barnett is a play again this week. So that's always fun. Mate, I honestly thought I was going to get my feet wet. I thought Lachlan Fitzgibbon was going to ease back in off the bench. I thought he'd play through the middle. I thought he'd be fighting for his spot. Next thing I knew, it was like a tsunami hit me with Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Starts, plays 65 minutes, holds that spot. Barnett and Watson playing limited minutes. Kalen Pong is now returning. There goes our goal kicking for Barney as well. It is just a nightmare. I am tempted to with the idea of I can, I can forego Mitch Barnett. Uh, I would have to bring Jackson Ford, the new recruit, into starting and put the reserve on Jason Saab up against the Knights, which I, which might not be a bad idea. That means we do skip the Barnett fiasco. So they're, they're decisions I'll have to tinker with and play with for the for the end of the round. And, mate, I guess we'll, we'll talk about it later when we get to buy, hold, sell, but Angus Crichton being suspended as well. Uh, a big hit for all of us, isn't it? It is, man. I'm just looking at my reserve bench now, and there's a – a red circle, there's a red circle, there's an orange interchange symbol, there's a red circle. I mean, Jackson Tapine finally gets some footy, so that's nice. We get him back playing, but Connor Watson on the bench as well. Uh, Jared Anderson, enough not playing, obviously. So there's very, very slim pickings for the Eisenhoos this week in the reserve department. Now, mate, the other thing we've got to touch on, Nathan Cleary, uh, that price tag, it is pretty scary, isn't it? $1 million with a, I think it's minus 41 break even or something ridiculous. So I was uh, I was all for the downgrades last week. I thought they were coming, but as, as usual, the new unicorn man, he, he picks up some, gets to 190. I think we're, we're just not acknowledging the fact that he has now scored the seventh highest supercoach score after scoring the first highest. He now holds three scores in the top 10. Also, 2021 has five scores in the top 10 as well. So it's just showing you the way the game is moving. But 190 from Cleary. He has 118 uh, average, 167 rolling average. I know that you did your draft recap and uh, went number one. So it's, yeah, ridiculous. Mate, where is he sitting for you right now as far as greatest super coach players ever? Because obviously he's playing in an era where there are being there are more points being scored, as you just mentioned. Uh, you know, our guys that we look back on, like Corey Parker in particular, mate, this guy, I, I think he's number one for me now. I, I, I can't believe what he's doing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very hard to compare because like 10 years ago, if someone scored 100, that was like, that was earth shattering. But the fact that we're, we're getting hundreds week in, week out now, like Isaiah Papali'i, for example, scored 98 on the weekend. No one talks about that. But if Corey Parker scored 98, the, the whole world would fall down. But for me, just the the sharpness of Nathan Cleary's boot, 
definitely adds 20 points a game. How well this, this side is playing. This is is the greatest supercoach season that we've seen. But we talk about Cleary all we want. He averages 118. But the fact that Tommy Turbo is averaging 128 and uh, is second best, it's ridiculous. Well, mate, he's also, that's the next thing I was going to ask you. I don't know what his break-evens are or whatever. Hopefully you do. But he's sitting as a price tag, 946000 So he's not far off the million himself. No, he is not uh, not too far. So he is 946000 with a break-even of minus nine. So he could get very, very close as well. Wow. Well, mate, I mean, under the modern rules, he's got a he's got a good matchup this week. I think he could well and truly get there, couldn't he? Uh, yeah. So a price rise of 52K, if he goes for 100-odd, with that minus break even, I would yeah, expecting to go over a million. And just the, the fact that we could purchase Turbo for like 580K or something at the start of the year. It's funny that we look back, isn't it, that we, we were so hesitant to pick Turbo up based off that injury. But if you told me uh, that this had happened, you'd obviously jump all over him. And he's now leapfrogged a couple of other great gun fullbacks in Pappenhausen and Tedesco and, and the likes that for being the best option. It's just always in the back of your mind with that injury issue, isn't it? Mate, it's unbelievable to think that we're talking about two one guy that is at $1 million and potentially another guy that could go $1 million this week, and James Tedesco isn't one of them. In fact, he's three or 400K behind these guys. It has been an unbelievable season so far. It's It, it, it poses the question as to how much is too much for Supercoach scoring, and I think these trends are going to go up. Uh, do we think that Cleary's record gets broken again this year? I don't think it does, to be honest with you. I, I think he might be safe solely because of his goalkeeper. If anyone's going to break it, I think it has to be him. Or Pap. Potentially. I, I Yeah, I mean, I, I did my draft the other day. I think I would still rather have Nathan Cleary in my side. Pappenhausen, he's got the potential to do it. But Cleary, mate, what he's doing at the moment, the team he's in, it is just unbelievable. As you said, the way he's striking a ball at the moment, it's like he's got a four iron in his foot. It's unbelievable. Just bullets off the tee and uh, bullets through the hearts of everyone that doesn't captain him every week. Each and every week. And uh, we'll talk about his matchup later uh, this week. But gee whiz, $21 the Canterbury Bulldogs are at. What is going on there? They are paying $81 to win 13 plus. I haven't seen some bloody horses pay that much. And and this is a two-horse field. Yeah, two-horse race. Crazy. Trent Barrett against his old club. I'm just trying to be optimistic. We saw the bull, the Broncos do it last week. It's surely worth some money. Yeah, I, I reckon I'll be having some loose change on them somewhere, but uh, I might find a charity as well, just quietly. Uh, <laughs> mate, gonna, if you're going to give money away, then I'll uh, I'll take it. <laughs> Kindly accept, mate. Let's dive into our buy, hold, sell. Obviously, coming up to round thirteen, so there's plenty of movement going on. I myself, I'm thinking that I've got to try and save some trades over the next week. We'll uh we'll get to yours in a minute, but tell me about your buys this week. The first man we've got on our list are uh, the Rubdown's favourite, a guy that I had in my draft team. I had to let him go. He was too disappointing to start the season, but he's really starting to find his own now. Blake Laurie, tell me about him. No, uh, no, Moose Maguire. Some, some minutes are opening up for Blake Laurie, and yeah, shout out to Natty and Wooker, the the fan clubs of the Blake Laurie Appreciation Group. He it was incredible last week, and if this is the production we're going to get from him for over the next couple of weeks, I think he's definitely worth an option. Uh, sixty three minutes, sixty four base, or something ridiculous, and a couple of evading stats. It's the footy that we see from Blake Laurie that we've always spoken about. And uh, yeah, with with no Maguire in the middle, definitely could see a, a world where him and our next man on the list pick up a lot of production. Mate, the next man on our list, a guy that you and me, we have been huge fans of for a lot, long time, Jackson Ford. I saw him named on the edge last week and I thought, oh, even if he doesn't play 80 there, I think he'll play a lot through the middle. He ended up playing through the middle and personally, that's where I like him. He's just a base stat monster, isn't he? 
60 points for, for big Jackson forward in limited minutes definitely has me intrigued. Similar mold to Laurie, a guy that's just going to get through a bunch of work. Great to see that he was named ahead of Farmasuli. Uh, but yeah, look, Jackson Ford, you and I have both been killing him during the preseason and we, we finally get a chance at a, at a decent price. I think he's about 360K or so. So definitely a, a good reserve option, but also a decent cash cow option, in my opinion. The Melbourne Storm missing a heap of troops. Uh, they get one back this week, a big in Jerome Hughes. Uh, he's a guy that you're looking to buy as well? It is, mate. Probably the, the, the best halfback in the game that isn't named Nathan Cleary for Supercoach right now and plays around 13. Yeah, it's what more is there to say about Jerome Hughes for a guy that we can bring in for Sam Walker, who we'll touch on later in the segment, but Hughes is looking the goods. And, mate, as the weeks go on, the more impressed I am by this right-hand side. It took them a while to find their feet, but they are getting more and more impressive, aren't they? They are. Uh, Remus Smith, George Jennings are the big beneficiaries of that. Your your best mate, Branko Lee, when he comes back into the side, it's going to be very, very scary for the Melbourne Storm, uh, for, play, for teams up against them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mate, speaking of centres, we've got Matty Burton written down there. Obviously, the guy that I rested last week. What a shout that was. Playing left centre for the Penrith Panthers. Some pretty good real estate, isn't it? Yeah, not too bad to, to get some ball outside Big Bill Kikiao and uh, inside Brian Toto. Available at 5'8", halfback in Supercoach. So another one of these guys that we can plug in for Sam Walker if we're deciding to sell. Mate, we already mentioned uh, Hughes, of course. Now, one of his teammates, Nico Hines, he has had a month or two that has been simply incredible. Uh, my question to you, is it too late to get on Nico Hines? As a draft owner, I'm absolutely loving this vein of form. As a classic owner, sorry, as a classic non-owner, it's it's hard to watch week in, week out. I keep tipping him to, to have a bad game. He just doesn't. He just performs week in, week out. We're paying a huge amount of money for him this week, but... Uh, if Pappenhausen is going to be out for up to four weeks more as to what's expected, there's definitely plenty of uh, of life in Nico Hines' legs in a super coach standpoint. Mate, a guy that you mentioned earlier in the podcast, I know you've already got him, unfortunately caught to HIA last week, Cody Ramsey playing fullback for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. He's on your buy list as well? Yeah, still again. Uh, we're going to get him at 250K this week. He had 24 points in the weekend, which isn't great. But if you watch the game, he definitely passed the eye test at fullback, really, really involved. And that HIA just, just sucked, unfortunately. But Cody Ramsey, I'm a big fan of him, for especially to plug in your center wings over Origin. Mate, in our hold category, we don't have a heap of guys here. In fact, we've only got one, and he's sort of floating between the sell and the hold category. It sort of stinks of David Fafita from a few weeks ago. Tell me about Angus Crichton, mate. If you've been one of the ones that have been lucky not to be cursed with injury and you've saved a couple of trades, I can definitely get around selling Angus Crichton. Uh, I don't think Trent Roberts is going to play him for huge minutes over over the origin period. You've got Satili Tupanua. You've got Boyd Cordner's return coming back soon. You've got Nat Butcher. There's plenty of coverage for uh, Trent Robinson to to interchange Angus Crichton over this origin period. Could drop a fair bit of cash, pick him up at a, at a decent price. Or if you're one of the guys that don't see him as a season-long keeper, you can sell him now at, uh, at a decent price and move on. But it does reek of David Fafita. It reeks of Cam Munster as well. I think it's very subjective. Uh if I was recommending to you, Guru, I recommend you don't sell him because you're like me that have burnt a lot of trades. But as I said, if you're one of these guys that have held trades, uh, I can definitely get around getting him out. 
And I'll tell you right now, as someone that held David Fafita a few weeks ago, geez, I'm, I, know, I know he's only going to play this week, essentially, then I'll probably have to sell him. But, geez, it's a good feeling when you hold one of these fellas and their percentage drops, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, you'll be in the in the big pod, pod category this week with David Fafita. A fair few sold him, and there was good reason to. But a guy that's averaging 100, uh, definitely merit to holding him too. Made another sell this week. Uh, another guy, uh, when you mention averaging 100, I thought he'd score 100 on the weekend. My El Skeparino, Sam Walker. Uh, you've got him on your sell. Jeez, uh, I'll tell you what, on Saturday afternoon, I could have done much more, much worse than to sell him. I was ready to kill him. Tell me about Sam Walker. If he was against anyone that wasn't the Broncos last week, he was a sell for me. And I said that to you on the podcast that that matchup was the the one thing that, that kept him in his favor. But Tavita Pango Jr. made him look even younger than he is, didn't he? Uh, Sam Walker, we know he's carried, carrying a lot of injuries. And I think it's time for him just to have a bit of a spell on the sideline. Nothing to do with form, but Teddy's finding his feet. And that means Sam Walker's probably losing out a little bit here. And look, we've made some fantastic money on Sam Walker. Uh, I have sold him in my team, so I don't have his stats in front of me. But I think we're selling him for a good 400k profit thereabouts and you'll take that move that on to either Burton or Hughes or, or even Moses or, or Ben Hunt if he doesn't get a, a name for origin so I think the safe option is Hughes because obviously being a Queenslander as, as a Kiwi he's not going to be named for Queensland or New South Wales but Sam Walker's time in the sun for me is is done I'll tell you what Saturday at the SCG with a confident Tavita Pangai Jr. with 12 on the field for a few uh, for 20 odd minutes there I'll tell you what it was a shocking day to be Sam Walker wasn't it mate uh, last week we touched on TBJ playing potential origin with the news that uh, Maddo's out and Radley suspended we may be eating some humble pie after that performance on the weekend yeah I'm not buying it just yet but geez Freddie he has done some weirder things hasn't he Mate, TPJ in a Blues jersey. As a Queensland, I'm not sure to be scared or, or happy. Mate, you, you, you'll be crouching under the lounge with some popcorn with you at the same time, just in case. You've got no idea how it's going to play out. It'll be very interesting, though. Mate, tell me, what trades are you making this week? I alluded to it before. Sam Walker is out. Uh, I think I'm going to bring in the, the boy from the Central West, Matt Burton, into the halves. And then the plan is probably to move him on round 15, round 16, and just nuff him out. I don't think I'm going to buy a halfback for round 17. No one really excites me. So the plan is to go Burton to, to no one in a couple of weeks. And then I was going to get Blake Laurie, but I was 3K short. I was looking at uh, moving on Ryan James. But yeah, 3K short, that means I, I went down to the next best option from the Dragons, and that is Jackson Ford. So uh, Ford in, Burton in, and Ryan James out, who has been very, very subordinary thanks to Ricky Stewart's poor interchange rotation, and Sam Walker out. Mate, I'm really liking the Jackson Ford move the more that we talk about it. Yeah, uh, it's giving me numbers for round 70. As it stands now, if I can dodge Ryan Madison playing Origin, if I can dodge Jerome Luai, and I can dodge Brian Toto, I think I have 16 for round 17. And I mean, just over the next three weeks, of course, for Ford, I mean, he's got the Tigers. Uh, next week, he plays Brisbane. The week after that, he plays Canterbury. It's a pretty good uh, pretty good set of matchups there. Definitely. That's why I'm 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 not too upset between going between Laurie or Ford. And if I can get Ford at uh, 50, 60K cheaper, definitely uh, like that move. Mate, tell me, captains this week, uh, Nathan Cleary, the obvious choice, playing the pen, uh, playing the Canterbury Bulldogs story. As we said, Penrith at Black Caviar adds odds $1.01. Simply, it's just, I can't believe we're seeing this. It's crazy. And we've seen him put up, what, two top 10 scores of Supercoach all time in the last fortnight. Mate, he could do anything here, couldn't he? It's pretty ridiculous, mate, that 
you and I do these sort of unders overs posts between sort of big games. I remember doing a post. The biggest I've done is is Cody Walker against the Bulldogs. I think I put over or under a hundred and he, he flopped that game. But I'm gonna set the line here at 150. And I never ever thought I'd say that as 150. If Nathan Cleary gets less than 150, it's a poor game. Do we agree? Oh, mate, for sure. And, mate, what you're saying about those overs-unders, I know every single time I'm typing them, if you go into the 100 category, you sit there and go, is this ridiculous? Like, all he has to do is just have a quiet game where he's not overly involved or he just gives the ball on or Jerome Luai's got the hot hand and all of a sudden he gets 50 and you look like an idiot. But, mate, I'm finding it hard to disagree with you. Like, 150 is a massive number, but... Mate, look at the form the kid's in. It's unbelievable. He's going to kick probably 40 points. It's it's unbelievable at the moment. Yeah, uh, against the Bulldogs, it could be it could be anything. And yeah, I think yeah, you're you're a bold man to not at least have the VC on him. Penrith do play early in the week, so if you do find someone left field that you like as captain, I think you're a very very brave man to not at least have the VC on him. I guess the other man that we can talk about playing Sunday afternoon, we know how electric he is on a Sunday afternoon, and that is Tom Trevojevic himself, averaging 128. He put up 159 that no one was talking about this week as well. Mate, it's crazy that you can score 159, and it, it just goes unnoticed, doesn't it? It is unbelievable when, when Nathan Cleary's at his best. It just... It's like an eclipse over the rest of the Supercoach competition. It's unbelievable. Tom Trevojevic, he definitely is another option. Mate, he's playing the Newcastle Knights. Let me ask you, are the Knights, are they going to sort this out? Is Kalen Ponga coming back in? Is that going to be enough to turn this team around? What's doing up there? Mate, you know my opinion on Mitchell Pearce. I think Kalen Ponga, yeah, I think it's just paper over the cracks. But until, got, until they get Pearce back, uh, this Knights side is in a world of hurt. I do, I do feel for them because they are missing a bunch of backline players. But that should be no excuse for for the weird, crazy substitutions. I think Adam O'Brien is trying to get a little bit too creative uh, for his own good, personally. Oh, mate, I, I I was so when I saw Tyson Frizzell sign there last year, I was so excited for this team. I can't believe the way it's unfolded. We're hearing that Matt Lodge could arrive there over the next few days. I mean, I look at that squad. I'm not sure if another front rower was what they needed. What are your thoughts on that one? It might be what David Clemmer needs, though. Like David Clemmer's played like he couldn't be further away from from the team but maybe that is what they need personally uh matt lodge we know he's just a meat and potatoes footballer but playing well this year uh, but that could be the spark that, that clemmer needs to, to really put the jet up his ass whisperer mate i appreciate you joining us once again fingers crossed uh, we get some green arrows this week look forward to talking to you next week <laughs>